What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Tanya Evron. Uh, we would have did an episode last week, but we decided not to. For one, I think somebody asked us, you know, we should do more topics on current events. But Latanya don't know current events. I want to talk about, like, the White Howard situation, but I don't know know who that is. (laughs) Exactly. Sorry, I'm not like most people, you know, if it really doesn't concern me, then I don't really follow it, and I really don't care, so, yeah. But we're back, y'all, on a snow day edition. Yeah, very snow probably day. Probably everybody that's going to be listening is probably snowed in today, probably tomorrow, probably a little bit of Tuesday, so. Yeah, because I mean, you know we edition. still, we still kind of local, so of course, you know, a lot of our listeners are in North Carolina with us. But, uh... Go ahead and go ahead and jump right into this. So, I think it was it was last week where I saw you and your sister talking on Facebook, and uh, y'all was talking because y'all both went natural, and she's a lot further along than you are. Mm-hmm. How how long do you think her hair is now? Which you do flat iron it out. Then her back, probably in her bra strap line, like the bottom of it. And where it's you, really long. Where did yours at now? Um, probably shoulder length. Shoulder length? Because it's been a while since I've actually seen you, you know, with it. Yeah, I haven't straightened it in a year. Straight I'll probably straighten it again. Um, probably after the beginning of the year. Maybe February or March. But anyway, and I saw y'all talking, and I remember, I think I've seen this before y'all started talking, and it just kept popping up, because I do share a lot of, like, natural stuff when it comes to hair, because since you're a natural. And I saw y'all talk about uh, natural-licious. And I was reading the comments, and you were saying how, oh, I want that. You were saying your sister, she really needs it, because, you know... How long do you say it take her to get her hair done? Well, a little backstory is that I saw the video first, and what <coughs> made me click on it is a thirty minute watch day. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's natural knows that watch day can be a process. It can be a whole day routine, depending on your hair texture and how much hair you have. I mean, for me, it doesn't take me as long as when I first started because I've gotten used to it, but it's never taken me as long as it takes my sister where it can take her upwards of four hours because her hair is so thick and it gets tangled, like really tangled, and it takes a long time to detangle it. Mm-hmm. So, saw this video and it was talking about how you can cut your wash day routine down to 30 minutes using only three products. So we were on there talking about it. And let me also say this. Natural hair care is not only not easy, as some people think it is. They think, oh, you go natural, you're not getting a relaxer, then it's easy. You don't have to do anything to your hair. That's a whole total lie. Second of all, it's not cheap either. Natural hair products are very expensive. So... Up to this point, I had been using, and I also put my sister on to the Cantu products. 
as far as I know, that's the cheapest line of natural hair care products that you can find. Like if you go to Walmart, the most expensive one will probably be six or seven dollars. Whereas other natural hair products were just like a regular size <clears throat> bottle of shampoo or conditioner or products is upwards of ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen dollars a bottle or jar. So as we were talking about this, my first thought was, well, three products, 30 minutes, it's probably really expensive. And the three products that you get is basically a bottle of this um, Moroccan Rasul 5-in-1 Clay Treatment, which is a shampoo, conditioner, deep conditioner, detangler, and leave-in conditioner all in one. And then you get a moisture infusion styling cream and a divine shine moisture lock and frizz fighter. So those are your three products. So go ahead. <clears throat> and I I saw I read I was reading everything and y'all was saying coming you saying, Oh, I bet like you said, I bet that's expensive and I was oh I don't think I should I don't think I should buy that. I don't think it might be too expensive, blah blah blah. So when I, I I seen that when I was at work, and I was like, you know, when I get home, I'm gonna go ahead and order that because there's a lot of there's a lot of black men, not all of them, but there's a lot of black men out there that's like when that girl go natural, all of a sudden they call them oh she bald, she ain't got no hair. And it's that there are people trying to make comedy videos about it. And I was like, I don't really find that shit funny. It's like, you know, nowadays black women are starting to find their natural beauty again and find out, like, look, we don't have to do that European shit. You know, we don't have to have our hair straightened. We don't have to, quote unquote, how some people will say, you don't have to try to have white hair. Like, you can let your natural beauty shine. And there's a lot of black guys, you know, you even said this on podcast, you know, that don't like it. And you always so say that uh, like black women are the most, what, this, the most disrespected woman in the planet. Yeah, it's like no matter what we do, we just can't be ourselves. Yeah. It's like we wear weeds, it's a problem. We decide to go natural and stop getting relaxers, that's a problem. And it's crazy because just going back to our natural hair that we were born with without chemicals is a problem. <clears throat> but how can how you were born be a problem? Any other race, however they were born or whatever hair or skin color or hair texture they were born with, it's fine. Yeah, you got to conform to the way America is. But... But I see, but when I I ordered everything, I saw the price of it. I didn't think the price was that bad. But like I said, I don't know the ins and out of buying, you know, natural hair products. So when I went on there and I seen it, I, you know, got everything. On the same video, it had a code you could use. So it, I got, you know, saying some money off that brought the price down. And of course, I got, you know, the fastest shipping, which brought the price up back to $58. But I'm like, I support my fiance and 
I remember when you first told me that you was wanting to cut your hair and start over and go natural and you want to see how my reaction would have been. I'd be like, well, do this shit. It's your hair. Like, I don't have no problem with that. Which kind of shocked you. I don't know if you remember. You was like, oh, I thought you was going to say, you know, have a problem. I was like, nah. Like, if you want to be natural, if you want to get rid of that damn, what y'all call it, hair crack or whatever. Creamy crack. Creamy, creamy crack. Like, do that shit. And as a black man that love black women, I will support you on that. So that's the reason why, you know, for all this, that I bought this product for you. And I think I mentioned something to you, and I didn't know how you would react. Because I remember we had a conversation, and we was just talking. I was just like, oh, shit, she probably going to go crazy because I bought this. And she was like, oh, no, that's too much. And the bottle's probably going to be small, and this is going to be like just a couple ounces, and it's down the third. I don't, I don't think it's small. What about you? Um, It's not as big, like I said, if you were going by shampoo in the store. It's not as big as that, but like I said, for somebody with more hair than I have, that was, that was you said. it might. <clears throat> they will them. probably use a lot more, and it's not going to last as long. Cause when I when I was buying this, you can actually set up. It's kind of like a prescription to where you get this like every month. A subscription. What I say? A prescription. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a subscription. <laughs> when you get this every when you get this every month, but like you said, for somebody with longer with a longer hair, yes, that's something they probably will use. Cause how often do you wash your hair in a month? Um, I might wash it once a week or a week and a half, two weeks. It just depends. So how long do you think you will go through this? I that's I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a process to see how long it lasts. I don't know. But yeah, like I said, I got this. And like I said, when it came, you know, I was hiding it from you. And I didn't want you to see. I kind of scratched. Like, I wanted to actually let you open it on a podcast because I was like, I want to see y'all get your reaction. But then I wouldn't have been able to use it. And what what was your reaction when you said it? I mean, I was surprised that you bought it. I mean, because I didn't really think you was paying attention. Like, yeah, you seen us talking about it. Then you asked me about it the next day, what me and my sister were talking about. And then I told you about it. And I just kind of thought that was it. Like, we were just having a conversation. Yeah. And then I didn't really take too much. How did that make you feel when you see it? I mean, I was happy because I get to try something new and it shows that you do care and you do support it. And like I said, excited to try something new because like I said, the whole time I have been using those same products. So, you know, kind of wanting to try something mm-hmm. else. But like I said, the other natural products are really expensive. So to go in the store and have to buy a shampoo and a conditioner that are let's just say $10 a piece, so that's already $20, and then you might have to buy like a styling cream Mm -hmm. that's probably, you know, another $10, that's $30, and then maybe a moisturizer that's another $10, that's $40. So in order to get a whole line of products, and each thing is a separate product that does something separate, you are looking at upwards of $40 or $50. Yeah, I mean, also, and also, too, like I said, get a subscription <laughs> for this. It was actually other stuff, too. You know, uh, 
want you to actually, you know, probably when we're done with the little yeah, trashy, check the website. See what else they have. Because that's um, what I was wondering, but I'll talk about that when I talk about the product. And like, um, are there other stuff that goes with the line? Yeah, because you was asking me this stuff, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But like I said, when I, when I gave you open a box and, you know, it was a pack of Skittles in there, we were talking about that in a minute. And you was like, <laughs> what's in the box? I was like, I don't know, I mean, something. I was like, watch the Skittles in the box. <laughs> he was like, what's up with the Skittles? I was like, I got a big box of Skittles. Who just bought one Skittle? <laughs> what the Skittles? But, uh, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to just surprise you with this. And cause we know we are, when we can, we like to support black businesses. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that, uh, since you said that, like, I see a lot of stuff online, like clothing and t-shirts and stuff, and I want to buy them, and I want to try, and I think I'm going to start, maybe at the beginning of the year, or maybe soon, I, I want to, every time I get paid, this last paycheck kind of just got, just ate all up to hell, car payment, house payment. Shit, you're gonna just focus on the product, but anyway. Person? But no, I'm about to say, like, you know, I do want to try out some other like black owned business websites and order something mm-hmm. and see because you know, I was talking about the brown sugar box mm-hmm. that subscription that you get. I think it's called Easy and Live, and you get a box every month with like nine different things in it for $35 a month. It's kind of like a like a loot crate for you know, what I'm saying for like nerds who got this loot crate. But mm-hmm. we're not talking about that. We talk about yeah, this. but anyway, support black businesses. We don't. We'll talk about that later when I order something else. I do a um, review, so just that'll be coming soon when I order something. Okay, so let's get into the other surprise <clears throat> that because me and you both because when you asked me like what's up with the candy, I was like I don't know, but then there's an actual card in there. Yeah. So evidently, I don't want to read the whole card. It's kind of long, but evidently, the lady who owns the business has a son and in every box that you order he puts a little pack of snack size candy in there in the box so that's where the skittles comes from because i was like why is the skittles in the box and then i found this little card in there and i like that and i was like, like okay gonna, that's kind of cute he's he's making wild. him a part of it and you yeah. know he'll see his mom running her business and get to be a part of it and then you know he'll probably have that same <clears throat> excuse me business entrepreneurship because he, he said in the car that he's going to be entrepreneur right so that that's a good thing like started him early him young, I love that. right teach them young and show them the way to do it then mm-hmm. they'll always be successful you know they, so he, they don't have to work for somebody else they can work for themselves yeah. not that it's anything wrong with working for somebody but you know it's always good to be your own boss if you can so naturalicious is owned by we should have said I should have said her name earlier, but um on here it just says Gwen. Gwen. But you can find it at on Facebook, Naturalicious Nation, on uh, Instagram at Natural Naturalicious Beauty. And her son's name is Chief Candy Who? His, her son's name is Caden. He's the Chief Candy Curator. <laughs> So, that's, that's, to, it's, uh, it's natural a, it's issues, yeah. my natural ladies, or anybody thinking about going natural and you're afraid of the process. Naturalicious.net. Yeah, and afraid of the um, process of wash day, you know, we talk about it. And some, I know some women who thinking about going natural, they're like, oh my God, I don't have time for this shit. It's going to be taking me all day to do my hair. So, 
this person came up um, with something that because I'm definitely going to tag her in this makes it a little easier a little quicker so I want to talk about it like I said you ready for me to get my review <laughs> so like I said I had been using um, Cantu products I think I have three Coconut curl and cream, custard. Sure, you know at this point that right? cream, the shampoo, conditioner. I'm just naming off all the stuff to let you know there's a lot of stuff. It's a, a treatment. Like I have like five or six different products. Okay. So and then you with those you kinda have to find the right combination to use. <clears throat> Sometimes it's too much and it does leave your hair a little bit too much with a little bit too much product on it. And yeah. to like see the product on it, all that white stuff, right? Yeah. And you're like, it, 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 it usually does dry off when your hair dries, but sometimes it leaves it a little bit flaky and a little bit tacky, and you kind of have to oil it to kind of like break that that seal to kind of get the crunchiness off of it. Because when, cause when you came out, and I'm like, because I've seen all that the white shit, right? And I'm like. When are you like, well, when are you going to use the product? He was like, oh, I, I am. I was like, it's in it right now. He was like, yeah, I got the leave-in conditioner. I was like, you you couldn't tell. Yeah, so like I said, this product, you get the 5-in-1 shampoo. Now, it was a little weird at first because the texture, the color of this clay shampoo <laughs> stuff. I'm like, ooh, this is kind of like poop. <laughs> Don't bother you. And then, like, when you put it on your hair, it kind of feels weird. And, you know, most people are used to shampoo. We're used to a suds, and it doesn't make any suds. And you kind of just, with the instruction says to wet your hair, then put this stuff on your hair, massage it into your scalp, get it all over your hair, and then rinse it out. And that's your, quote, unquote, shampoo and conditioning part. And you're like, where's the soap? but I mean I have to say that after using it I mean my hair felt clean my hair didn't feel dirty there was no leftover product in it because before I put you know wet it in the sink I had my puff so I had gel in my hair and the old product from the last time the the Cantu products in my hair so I mean it all got washed out my hair didn't feel dirty it didn't feel like product was left over and it really felt clean it looked clean it felt clean it didn't feel dirty or anything so then the second step is the moisture infusion styling cream which I guess would be you know similar to the like a curling cream or like a style like a styling product so I put that on my hair I pretty much use it the same way that I do use the coconut curling cream by Cantu and I section it off and put it on <clears throat> and then I and also let me go ahead and talk about the third thing which is the Divine Shine Moisture Lock and Frizz Fighter because I do like to oil my hair while I'm doing it before I do my shingling process or whatever I like to put it on there too before I get my curls defined so that way I'm not going back through and messing up what I've already done so I section it off do the cream then the oil put some oil in my hand rub it together and put it on and like I said I do my shingling process my natural ladies if you don't know what that is that's when you like separate your hair and separate individual curls so your curls will be more defined 
So that's what I did. And I know it says 30 minutes. Of course, it took me a little longer than 30 minutes. First time using the product, trying to figure out what everything is, what to do with everything, how much product to use, you know, figuring out how I'm going to do it. Am I still going to do my same process and stuff like that? So, so the first time is not 30 minutes, but once you get used yeah, to it. Yeah, I think once you get used to it and get it down pat with the product, I think it probably will be. I could tell you this. Minutes. It probably only took me like 45 minutes. But you say you're just trying to get used to everything. Right, and like I said, I do like to do the shingling, so my curls are more defined, so it's going to always take me just a little bit longer. So if you're not doing the shingling, that's probably like... It would know, be quicker, yeah. but I don't like for my hair to be clumped together. I could tell I could tell you this like when you did come out the bathroom your hair did look a lot like it was like it was like brighter in a way like cuz when I was looking at it it looks it looked like it was like clean and bright and like I could tell the difference you know, you said your color's out of here or whatever you were saying. Yeah, I mean, my color needs like to be every, done, like, really bad. Like, like everything... so much. Everything looked a lot brighter. And, like, like how hair looked a lot healthier. I don't know, maybe because it was still wet, but like I said, I did see a difference in using this versus what the other can too. Um, let me talk about detangling real quick, real quick, because this first part is the first part part of the product, the five in one is also a detangler. So after I got it all in my hair, I combed through it to detangle. And it really wasn't that tangled. Like it was easy to detangle it with that stuff on my hair. So <clears throat> I know that's a big problem too so it seemed like it helped with the detangling as well so that's a good thing so anyway after I got that done you know I let it dry let it air dry let it dry overnight put my bonnet on before I went to bed woke up this morning and you know took my bonnet off put some more of the um, oil on it some more of the um, Divine Shine Moisture Lock on it rubbed it through and for me, after I do my wash and goes, my and I sleep on it, my hair gets kind of smushed. So I have to kind of like fluff it out, pull it out. This seems to make my curls a little bit more tighter. They are more defined. Like you can kind of see like each little individual curl. And I like that. But for me, in order to kind of loosen it up a little bit, I do spray a little bit of water on it. So I did that. That's what I usually do. And to pull it out. And then I picked it. I mean, it pretty much looks like when I do my other washing goes. It, it feels a little bit softer. It's not really crunchy or anything. So you ready to go look in the mirror and talk away from the mic? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to see what it looks like. It's not really crunchy or anything. So, and it feels soft. It doesn't feel dry. Okay. You're so, still doing it. I would recommend trying it. I would recommend it, especially if you're one of those people who struggle with a really, really, really long wash day routine. I would say at least try it. And like I said, like he said, look online. I think there may be different options depending on the texture of your hair. The one that he ordered says for tight curls and coils. So I'm thinking, and the girl in the video that I watched did say that there are different 
<clears throat> products depending on the texture of your hair. I said, I don't know your curl pattern, so I just clicked on the first thing I saw. Right, so I'm going to go <laughs> so, on there and look and see, like, if they had descriptions. Like, for my sister, this would probably be really good for her because mm-hmm. her hair is, her curls are tighter than mine. And she has super duper, duper, duper shrinkage. So, I think it's worth looking into. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give out the website, the Instagram, and the Facebook real quick. Go ahead and wrap this up. Or you can just um, put it in the link, I guess. Yeah, because like I said, I'm going to tag her in it. Okay. Tag, you know, for, I mean, what's the natural issues? Uh, like I said, I, I just, just wanted to support, you know. And, you know, so I wasn't even tagged in the which I was talking about just came across and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do this for her. And so, yeah, so naturalicious.net, fellas, if your girl going natural, hop on there, buy this for her. Ladies, if you're listening, ladies, if you want to go natural or you already natural, go ahead and hop on this product, just, just try it out. You know, like I said, you go on the website, there's a lot more. You know, go ahead and get you, go ahead and get you some candy. Because, uh, in a few years, what, what was his name again? Kanan. In a few years, Kanan gonna have Halloween on lock. <laughs> you got want some Halloween candy, go to Kanan. Alright. So, yeah. Our little free, uh, free little promotion. <laughs> so, you know, we're gonna go ahead and, uh, take a quick little break. And then we're going to jump into our regular craziness. Our right, back. Just finished doing a little advertisement. Or once again, naturalicious.net. Go check it out. So now we're about to go ahead and get into the regular, our regular stuff. Y'all need to stay tuned to after the podcast. I'm gonna put a little, a little <laughs> clip showing some sewing. Miss Latanya, how she don't want to listen to nobody. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Just, just, just play it. Just, just hit record. It's gonna be fine. Stop wasting time. But anyway, y'all got to, y'all got to wait. Listen to that part. But I wanna. Well, I say this is serious. I want to say it's serious. I think it sounds serious. Man, yeah, kind of. <clears throat> okay, so this is like, and I'm going to actually tag my daughter and mother or send this to her, send her a link so she could listen to it, actually play it for my daughter because I will be talking about my daughter and to my daughter in this for the next few minutes. I love my daughter to death. Everybody love their kids to death. But sometimes kids get on your damn nerves. A lot of people don't say that. A lot of people won't keep that. You know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna say that. Earlier this week, I put up a, a post of pictures of Envy, you know, representing her school, you know, decorating uh, Thibodeau, Louisiana Christmas tree for the city. She got nominated by her principal. So the principal said, 
that out of a lot of the artwork in the school and we put a lot of detail and put a lot of time and work into her art. So the principal saw sees saw that and actually loved it and actually nominated Envy. And I'm proud of that. I love that. But of course, that happened the prior week. I said I heard about it last week. I got the picture because it just happened. But before that, before she actually went to the event, Envy in school cutting up. Telling the teacher, you know, what she not going to do. What she don't want to do. And I think one of the reasons why I put it on Facebook, I put this particular thing on social media, is for the simple fact of, of course, like I said, I'm proud of her. You know, that's a good thing to be recognized by your principal for your artwork and get picked for to do something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get paid to do something like that. So you post stuff, you saw a post on Facebook. You know, everybody liking it, you know, putting the hearts, loving it, oh, proud of envy, it's doing good, yes. Yes, but as I'm as I'm doing this and I'm seeing what people are saying, that gives me the thinking. That's all social media is. You know, people put all all the good up. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, nobody don't really talk about what bad stuff they're going through, what bad things, you know, the kids are doing. Because you got to get this perception of everything is great in your life on social media. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, because when me and you was talking about this, and I was saying, I, we was talking about what we was talking about. Because, you know, I, I called my daughter. Call her mother, mother put on through it because she was at work. And I'm talking to her, and I'm like, you know, why do we gotta go through this? For six years, it's like we always gotta go through this around the holidays. We got most kids that probably, you know, they cut up a little bit, but once the holidays start coming, they're like, well, let me do good so I can get, you know, presents. You know, let me try a little extra heart, let me try, you know, extra. My daughter, for some reason, she liked to do the opposite where. It's like she do good leading up to the holidays. Then once the holidays hit, then she want to cut up a little bit. And then this is like we got to get her back on track. But it's like, like I got to tell her, like, why do we got to do this? It's been six years of this, like, every single time. It's like, it's getting old. And the reason I keep putting a lot of emphasis on six years, because that was like uh, the August, not August, like, uh, October uh, 2012. Is when her mother split. So I remember asking you, like, do you think she's still being affected by that? And you said, um, I, I mean, maybe. I mean, could it be? Could it be not? I mean, like I said, children are very resilient, and they can bounce back. And they do have the ability to deal with stuff that we don't necessarily think that they can. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it could be a little bit. But like you said, at this point, it still shouldn't be happening in this pattern that you're saying and that it's happening in where you get to the holidays and then you start cutting up. Because most children don't do that. Mm -hmm. Most children know, like, okay, it's Christmas. 
or my birthday is coming up or it's Halloween and I know I want to go trick or treat and so I'm not going to be doing this and I mean most kids just I mean I don't know most kids just know that you can't go to school and just talk all crazy to the teacher mm-hmm. like in my day <laughs> That's just something you didn't do. You go to school, you sit down, and I mean, even, you know, stuff that my sister has told us from when she was teaching, how these kids don't understand that when you go to school, you go to school to sit down and learn. You don't go to school to get in the classroom and run around and act all crazy, like stories that she's told us that these children don't understand it. But like I was saying, you we knew that you go to school, you sit there, you do what you're told because yeah. your teacher is an authority figure and you don't talk to your teacher in a certain kind of way. You don't tell anybody that's an adult that has authority over you what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. We did what we were told, mm-hmm. period, point blank. And that's what I told her. I was like, if your teacher tell you to do something that's not going to harm you in any type of way, listen. And yeah, and if you feel like you can't do it, you at least try. Yeah. You still try. Yeah, and what I what I did like is the fact that when I asked her why, she actually gave me an explanation why. Because before it was just like, Emily, why are you doing this? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You know. You know. But as we was talking, as me and you was talking about this in the kitchen, you know, we was I was like. It kind of, it kind of starts to, you know, paint. Cause I think I ever said on here, like I feel like Amy would do better out here. Cause then I ever asked you, like, do you think, you know, if me and her mother was still together, would Amy be going through this? What she doing now? Doing this, doing this pattern. You know, you all know. You know. Because, you know, there are some people who have both parents. Mm-hmm. And they still do stuff like that. And they still you act, you know, you know what I'm saying? And there's some people that have just they one parent, and they don't do this stuff. But that got me to think about social media. Well, because I even mentioned one of our friends that has, that you know, that's taking care of her child by herself. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, she's doing good. But that got me thinking, like, well, how do we know that? Cause we already know what people post on Facebook, mm-hmm. what people post on Instagram, on Twitter. You know, and what I'm I mean, saying? you have to know that anybody that has a child, like like you said, it's not gonna be all just sunny, fun, happy. Yeah. Your child doing whatever they're supposed to be doing days, like like you said. Even though people not gonna say it, kids get on your damn nerves. <laughs> yes. Your kids will get on your nerves, and a lot of people will not admit that. They they will not admit that they will especially not admit that to people who don't have kids. What? That movie. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about night school. She said all this um, bad stuff, but I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Like you know, you can't stand the damn children, but you talk about no, I'm blessed. Some of you, me, like I said, every, I mean, you got that's with everybody though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody, all parents I know, go through that. I'm just but saying, like even if you, you don't said, have kids, you just people around you. You know, sometimes your your parents' parents to get on your nerves. Huh? Like your parents will get on your nerves. Yeah. Like people you work with, you know. You know like, hey, yeah. But yeah, but I every yeah, I mean, but of course that's not something you're gonna put on Facebook. 
Like, damn, my mama getting on my nerves today. This child getting on my nerves. Like, people not going to put that. And for me, I really wouldn't, because it's still a sensitive thing. Like, to put it on social media, it's still a sensitive yeah. thing. Yeah, because I, yeah, this is a couple of times where I wanted to, but like, I want to choke Envy ass out. Put her in the chokehold real quick. Just quick little dope thing. Let's see how real it is. <laughs> Just to see. But, 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 like I said, like, but I mean, going back to what I was, what I was trying to say before we digress into this, it paints a picture of, you know, if I, all, if all I hear about is the bad, you know, if her mother only called me about the bad, because when, when she called me, when I called her about this, and we talking to Envy, she started telling me about, about, you know, the, what the principal nominated her the previous week. And I'm like, that's what I want to hear. Call, I want to hear the good also with the bad. But if I'm constantly hearing the bad, it start painting a picture that her mother, like, what the fuck is her mother doing? And that start getting me thinking, like, I feel like Envy would do better out here with me. Versus out there with her, because if all I hear is the bad, you're paying a picture that only bad things is happening, right or wrong. Yeah. And I got me thinking, like, okay, would I still have that same thought if I was also hearing about the good that's in we doing? Because if I hear, okay, now look, I hear something bad this time. And then I hear something bad in like March. And a lot of people be so so focused on the bad that you thinking like, okay, then the bad just happened. Like, what the hell's going on out there? Like, all I'm hearing is about is bad. Hearing about some good stuff too will will be good. Let me know that everything's good out there. Because even I said to you, I'm like, I need to go out there and see what the hell's going on. Because something don't seem right. If 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 envy's like this, that means. All I'm hearing about is bad. It's, it's, it's bad out there. I gotta get my daughter. But then I'm I, then I hear about the good in the middle of the bad. It's like you got me in the mood to be, you know, a disciplined father. But then in the middle of me trying to discipline with my words you say something that turns me into try to get me to be in a proud father and now my emotions are split. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, tell me the good. When she got nominated by her principal that week, I should have been called, text, whatever, so I could have felt that proudness. And it felt, when Amy did this the next week, felt that same emotion that her mother was probably feeling. Like, you just got nominated for this. Why are you at? Why are you cutting them now? You know, and then her, I ever told Envy this, like, it's, I know it's probably hard to her, you know, me not being around. I'm just basically just this fucking disembodied voice from 13 hours away that called, you know what I'm saying, that we talk every now and then. And then, you know, we you know, I yell at her, she do something wrong every now and then. It's just like, I don't know. Because I already told her. 
I think I told you. I know I was talking to people at work. I, I told her like, when I when I talk to my daughter, I'm very stern. You know, y'all hear me on this podcast a lot. Play fool. You know, when I'm serious, I'm serious. But when I'm with her, like I'm very stern. And like, my daughter is everything. And I see how it is with my sister, how it is with my brother, how it is with, you know, one of her aunts, one of her uncles. That I was, always, I don't know about you, but I was always that type of person that be like, if I see my brother doing something, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want, I don't want no parts in that because I already see where it's going. Somebody, I hear somebody talking to him, and he just, eh, whatever. Like, I'm going to listen to what that person's telling me. I'm not going to go that route. Because I see it's nothing but trouble ahead. Envy's a type that you tell her, look out. You know, see, there's, there's trouble up there. She'll go to the trouble. She don't want to listen. She's like, she want to see for herself. Versus somebody be like, look, there's trouble out there. Thank you for telling me. I'm going to go this way. And that's how my sister is right now. And me and you both know what, what my sister's going through. And I told, I told her that if I hear any more stuff about her cutting up in school, I'm going to be out there. I'm getting two extra days of vacation time at work. And it ain't nothing for me to take off a Monday and a Friday. No, I mean, I already told y'all what y'all made to do. Bare minimum. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, as a parent, you don't have to provide anything for your child but the bare minimum. That's clothes, food, water, shelter, school. What did Dr. Phil call that? I, I don't know. Come remember that. Remember the racist black girl was on there? He said that. She tells his mom that she she need to do this. That all you gotta do, for, like you said, provide for your child just food and shelter and clothes. Yeah, and make them go to school. And that's it. They don't get no toys, no fun, so, yeah. no cell phones, no electronics, no nothing like that. <laughs> so, so, just that bare minimum. I remember when you said that. I made me think about that because Doctor Phil tried to talk to that girl and she wanted this. All right, mom, we need we need to do bare minimum. That, the girl's like, Dr. Phil's like, ah, no, done with you. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I said. First of the year. She got to earn everything now. Everything from scratch. And that's why I saw her. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going for year seven of this. If I hear anything like this again, like I said, take off Friday, take off on Monday, and I'm out there. And for every dollar that I spend... On a plane ticket, a hotel room, and a rental car. For every dollar, that's how many times I'm bust her ass. I hate I have to be that parent. Actually, no, actually, I love that's the whole point about being a parent. You try to guide your children into the right direction. But. I'm just trying to be open and transparent with our listeners. To let them know that, yeah, my daughter's doing great. But my daughter's also doing some messed up stuff, too. 
we ain't we in the world right now where we can't sugarcoat stuff. Everything, yes, everything will look all lovey dovey on social media because that's what it's there for. But that's not real life. Yeah, you know, you share stuff with your friends and your family. Of course, that's easy. But you also got to hear the good with the bad. And there's, 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 there's sometimes there's a lot more bad in some cases than good. Because I know I don't really like to post her on social media, and she don't like to be posted on social media. But there's sometimes there's some things that's just so good I have to share it. And this is sometimes there's something so bad that you have to share it, even though you don't want to. So you know I hope she's listening to this. Because, you know, I want her to understand that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't playing no games. You know, we try to tell her that, you know, it's easy. And you know this because we see it a lot. It's easy for me to say after the whole situation out there. And just, just focus on me and you. Right or wrong. That's easy. I don't think it's easy. How is that? You see a lot of people do it all the time. You know, F her, F that child. I'm not putting up with her no more. It's too much of a headache. I ain't dealing with it no more. I can, I can just keep the rest of my money and just, you know, pay child support or whatever. I don't got to buy shit. It's easy. Well, at least those guys make it seem like it's easy. The ones that don't care, they just bounce. Whatever. Go start a family somewhere else. Hmm. That's that other topic that we got to talk about at some point. Yeah, this is the perfect time to actually get into that. Since I already didn't realize I just segued into it. But let me wrap this up real quick. So like I said, this is... Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I want to save it because I'm going to have to pull up the post and read it and all that. And save it. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I want to talk about it right now. We got like four other what? topics on here. What? Why'd you bring it up to Come on, man. No, 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 it's all ruined. It's all it's done. It's not on the list. No, no. So, why are you bringing up the. Hmm, I thought it was on the list. <sighs> but, you know. Like I said, I want, you know, like I said, I would send this to her mother so my Amy can listen to this. And Amy, like I said, I love her. Maybe I love you. <laughs> not many, not many people would do this where they would actually talk about the bad from their children. You know, all you see is good. I keep saying, I keep reiterating that because that's true. But right now we about to get into some more craziness. So, yeah, go ahead and you know, press pause or get the phone away from her or whatever you listen to this on. Because now we about to get real ratchet. And a lot more cursing. No more sensitivities. For a quick little two second pause to get into the next stuff. So we back because somebody wanted to pause and munch on popcorn. Y'all just listen. Listen to the pop. Listen to the pop. And you just going to continue to do... Cause this how people not be watching it. I need some snacks so I can talk about it. Be watching what? More and bitch. I'm about to talk about this real quick. Cause it was this one episode. Give my damn popcorn so I can munch like I'm watching it. Like these people here and they can hear me. 
Come on, give me popcorn. No, we're not doing this. Okay, anyway. <laughs> y'all know, like I said, I work from home. I get to watch a lot of daytime TV. Y'all done heard me say this several times. Medical colder. I'm a colder. I don't leave envelopes. Don't let him start this shit up. Okay. Anyway. It just be amazing to me that these bitches be on there. And they don't know the word humble. What the fuck you mean? They don't have no humility about themselves. It's like they literally have to come on the morning show to get brought down a peg or two. And some of them get brought down. They still still try to stay out there high horse. Okay. Episode I'm talking about in particular, it really just had me sitting there like, I can't even believe this bitch. Now, the baby wasn't nothing but some months old. But over the course of the months that, that the baby had been on this earth, URFF, <laughs> she done been on the morning show every month, backwards and forwards. She done tested four different men. None of them made the baby daddy. So, bitch, that man. That's what wasn't she on That you at least done mess with five different men in the same window of conception. The same week, probably. Without no protection. Now you don't know who the baby daddy is. Every show. First show, you all indignant. You swearing to God. I swear to God. This nigga is my, this nigga is little, whatever his name is, daddy. Can't be nobody else. I'm a zillion percent sure, Maury. I know he the baby daddy. I ain't mess with nobody else, Maury. She didn't say that. She said that? I'm just telling you how it be sounded. Just uh-huh. listen. Well, I mean, because that's what they say. I ain't mess with nobody. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Get up there all they carrying on. She all in their face. Everyone, she just all in their face. Same shit every time. Every time Maury get ready to read them results. Such and such, such and such. When it comes to little such and such, you are such and such. You, you are, are not the father. <laughs> four times, four times in a row, four times in a row. This bitch crying. She running backstage. She falling down in the back, kicking and screaming. She running. She running. They done chased her all back there in the back in the green room, all out the studio. They done chased the bitch all the way home. She done plopped down on her own <laughs> motherfucking couch, crying and screaming. Talking about, oh, no, more. he got to be the daddy. Maury done got on the plane, followed this bitch home, and he in there waiting on her like, no, bitch, he's not the daddy. There's no way. The DNA does not lie. Now, if you want to come back again and test somebody else, we'll be happy to help you. Okay. Number five. Here she go. You done been on there four times. This bitch is on there. She's indignant and she's ignorant as fuck. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even more so than before. Oh, no, no, no. He got to be the baby daddy. He got to be. It can't be nobody else. He just don't want no more responsibility. He already got four kids. Blah, 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 blah. He come out there, she all in his face. Oh, you got to be the daddy. It can't be nobody else. It got to be you. Here come more. When it comes to little such and such, such and such, you are not the father. Bitch, why was you on there talking all that? So now that it means at least you done messed with six different dudes in the same window of conception. And you still don't know who your baby daddy is. 
The window of conception is like how long? I want to say it's 14 days. I could be wrong. Six guys in 14 days. Possible 14 days. Well, it's really like the time. Well, it's not really that. I'm thinking more about ovulation, but the window of conception is the time that you got pregnant, the date that the doctors told you you conceived. Mm -hmm. So that window of conception, I think, can be like anywhere from like a week before or, or, you know what I'm saying? It has to be right around that day before or after. So six guys and possible 14 days. Right. Or a possible six guys. Right, because it could be more. Because evidently she don't know for sure. So it could be more, but it's like, what the fuck were you doing? Oh, uh, fucking. Well, evidently. <laughs> what you mean? But anyway. I, oh, word, she run to the back. Yeah, she runs to the back. She run farther than she ever ran before. Bitch done ran to a whole nother country. More, there he go. He done hopped on the plane again. There he go. She out in the jungle somewhere crying, kicking and screaming. She ain't had Tore no shit up before she even left. Right. Right, she was wasn't she, wasn't she the one that was back there tearing stuff up and knocking down lamps and tearing down <laughs> curtains? Why is you mad at the backstage stuff? Why is you back there tearing up more stuff? I forgot about that part. Why is you back there tearing up more stuff? What did Mori do to you? All he do is try to help your hoe ass. <laughs> you shouldn't have been being a hoe. Now little Quavon, little Trayvon, little Tay Tay, whatever oh his name God. is. Now he got the suffer because you don't know who his daddy is. And the baby's and, only know, six be, months. The baby's right? just some months. I don't even know. I don't even think it was six. I don't know, but some months, not a year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ladies, y'all gotta stop doing this shit. Like, if you don't know who the baby daddy is, at least come on there and be humble. Because I swear to God, when you come on there like that, I be sitting there eating my damn get my popcorn. No, you're not getting popcorn. I be sitting there eating my damn popcorn. Like, I hope he ain't the daddy. I hope he ain't the daddy. And but, I know that's messed up. I hope he ain't the daddy. No, no, no. she on there carrying on. Why you can't come on there and be humble and just say, look, I don't know who my baby daddy is. Sit there, shut the fuck up, and get the results. And then if he ain't the daddy, you graciously apologize and move on to the next dude. But if you notice, I don't. You probably do the same shit. Well, you just said you do it. If she's only nice and calm, I'm like, I hope you know. I hope she find the father. You know, right. hope he's the father. But she already going on, carrying on this, that, and the third, popping her mouth like you said, a zillion percent sure. I'm like, I hope he ain't the fucking father. Right. Cause you're doing too much. Right. And if you're a woman, really want to be real with her shit, she really won't be real with it. Instead of going on there six different times, just bring them all she on bring there at the all same six time. Motherfuckers up there. Right, because you know you don't mess with them all. What you wasting more time? They got to keep flying your ass out there and <laughs> shit. Just tell them, just bring all them dudes all at the same time. Why is you wasting their time? Because you know you don't mess with all of them. Because she don't want to look like a hoe on that. But it don't days. matter because you now you do look like a hoe. I would have more respect, like you said, if she just bring them all on there at the same time. One time, one walk, get it over with. Like that one, like that one clip, when a woman's in a hospital, that she just gave birth or about to yeah, give birth, and she had both in there. They like, 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 uh, 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 like uh, one of us are uh, the fathers, and we got to figure out who. Right, and we don't know which one. Because so she even she even did. told him that she's like, I'm one of them are the father. Like I, 
If someone were to call her hoe, I would have been mad. No, I said, I respect wasn't. her shit because she know, like, look, I mess with both of them. I don't right. know which one's the father, so we're going to figure this out. And so, see, to me, the wholeness is more than just, okay, you mess with all them dudes. The wholeness is also in your attitude and the way that you done acted after you know you done mess with all them dudes. It's also in your attitude and your demeanor and the way that you're on there carrying on and acting. And if you notice, when they come on that show multiple times, when they get down to that sixth and seventh guy, that's when their whole mood changed, where they start saying, I don't want him to be the father. Right, I don't want him to be the daddy anyway. Because, so that tells me that, in a way, out of the seven guys that you had sex with, you probably went to the first guy that probably got the best paying job. Yeah, and you start going working down your way down. And then the motherfucker, the actual father, that seventh guy who ain't shit, he got nothing. Right, that's the last one you that's, gonna bring on there. That's barely working part-time. And fucking McDonald's. Right. And he's fucking 29. That's who the father, child father is. Right. Because that's the one, the one person. And it's funny how they always say, I don't want him to be the father. Guess what? You are the father. I just had to share that, y'all. <laughs> it, just, it just grinds my gears and just gets under my damn skin. Like, I know it's a talk show. And it may or may not be real life, but I know that it's some females out here that's doing this shit in this real life. That's real life. Gotta stop this shit. Remember, it was that one big woman that she was on what, about 14, 14 times? 14 yes, times? Yes, And I think she finally found, was it a 14 times with like two kids and she found one? Uh, that sounds kind of familiar, but that's, that's just, that's just too much. But anyway, are you are you good now? You got it off your chest. I had to get that off. I digress. <laughs> what we about to talk about now? You choose the next one. <laughs> Wait, you were just acting. I, I, I just had to get that oh, off. I just had to get that off. I know it's funny. It's a little humor for y'all. But sometimes this shit just be having me looking like this can't be real. This is not. Who does this? <laughs> it done chased you all the way home with the camera so you can slam yourself down on your couch. Oh, good. Okay, I'm done. Oh, don't want to fucking crying and shit. Oh, motherfucker, done. All right, so our next topic is, oh man, like when to move on? Because you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening, you know, throughout the week. A lot of stuff I've been seeing on social media. A lot of stuff that people been talking to me about. And everybody made me ask the question, when is it time to go ahead and peace out? Like, would you want to stick around? Maybe, like, you think, like, okay, you know, it may be rough waters right now, but everything will smooth out. But how long do you want to, you know what I'm saying, deal with the, that rough time? Before you say, you know what, this is not working. I'm gonna have to get back on land and move and just, you know what I mean, find another somewhere else. Like, you gotta get on with your life. Get on a different boat. Yeah. Like, like when, when, when do you think it's time? How many chances do you give somebody before you say, no, I'm done, I gotta move, move away from this? To me, it's not really about chances, it's about effort. Like, Whatever the issue is, if you come to the person and told them, like, okay, you're doing this and I don't like it, 
you know, can you work on that? Can you stop doing that? Can you change that? Can you fix this? And they start putting forth effort. They genuinely seem to understand what you're saying. And because they care about you, they're willing to put forth the effort to work on whatever that issue is to change it so y'all can move forward and be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, if you tell them, and either they don't understand, they're not trying to understand, they don't care, and they never put forth no effort to try to understand, to try to change it, to try to fix it. My thing is, especially at a certain age, you shouldn't have to tell nobody number one time that something is bothering you. If you're in a relationship with that person and you're trying to be with them and they're trying to be with you, you should have to tell them no more than one time. And if you don't see no effort and you don't see no change and it's something that's really truly bothering you, there is no point in you staying because it's not going to change. And then it's just going to be more problems compounding, adding up on top of that because now that's one thing that they're not changing. And it's probably going to be other stuff. So it's like, what's the point? Okay, well, what about if they're making effort? But then, as they're, you know, they was going, you know, they was doing this, but they start making effort. But then you start to see them kind of rear back into that shit. That's you try to, you know, write the course. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what it is. Like if it's something small, like, like uh, y'all live together and they don't wash the dishes or they don't make up the bed or something like that. Like that's not no big thing. But if it's something like, okay, they don't spend no time with you, um, I don't know. They cheat. They cheat. Well, if they cheat, for me, that's a deal breaker <laughs> anyway. So, they cheat. That's over. But they don't spend time with you. They're not paying you enough attention. They're not showing you enough attention. They talk to you crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, if, like you like you just said, like, you know what I'm saying, kind of reiterate your point real quick. If you tell somebody, like you said, this is bothering me, and they, they be like, okay, you know, so I'm sorry, you know, I'll make you feel this way, you know, I'm sorry. That's one thing. But if you tell somebody, look, this is how I'm feeling, and they curse you out. Right. There's something wrong with you. I don't know why you feel like this. You tripping. Yeah, or they, yeah, they try to turn it around on you. That it's, is your problem. Yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, no, they I really genuinely feel this way. No, you're not. You, you, you tripping right now. You tripping. Everything will be okay. Just stop worrying about the bullshit. You don't believe by. Um, maybe like, okay. Like, are you even listening? Did you even listen to what I say, or you just listen to the first two words, spazzed on me, just so I can get you to stop talking? Let's just say there's a pattern of, okay. Every weekend, y'all hang out with his friends, and you always go. But then when y'all get around his friends and family or whoever, he treats you differently, or he doesn't pay you any attention, or also y'all hang out and there's other females there, and he flirts with the other females in front of you and doesn't acknowledge you and doesn't acknowledge you as his girlfriend or significant other and basically just ignores you. Like, something like that. And then say you go to him and tell him that. And then he turns it around on you or says he's going to change and then doesn't. Like, to me, that would be a major issue. Like, flirting with other girls right in your face and stuff like that. Acting differently around his friends and family. Something like that. 
So you go to him and say, you know, I don't like this. This is a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't like you flirting with girls. I don't want you flirting with girls, period. It's just talking. Right we just talking. Ain't nothing to it. Ain't nothing. I'm with you. I'm with, I, ain't, I ain't worried about this. Right. Something like that. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's, that's just... Honestly, I think... It might be personal preference. Because everybody go, everybody breaking point is different than everybody else's. Yeah. Like, what you might not put up with, somebody else be like, ain't no big deal. And it's also one of those things I always say, when, like, when to move on, like, when the bad outweighs the good. When it's more bad happening than good. When it's more arguing, more bad days, more days where y'all aren't talking, or if y'all are talking, it's an argument. I was just about to say, like, you know what I'm saying? If y'all arguing a lot, in some cases, you probably don't even be arguing, period. Say that again? Probably don't even be arguing, period. Just like you said, just not talking. Yeah. Just no communication, period. Or when you can't communicate anymore without it being an argument. When you can't go to the person and say... This is what's bothering me without it turning into a big Or you nervous about going to talk to them. That's one thing, too. Like, I don't... I mean, I used to feel like that. Like, you'd be nervous to actually bring something up. It's like, you shouldn't... If you feel like that with a person, you shouldn't be with that person. If you feel like you can't talk, or you feel like you're nervous about talking because you don't know how they... What their reaction will be. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be with that person. Just move on to get somebody that you're comfortable with. I mean, I mean, I just had to ask that question. So like I said, it's different for everybody. I just want to see your, your thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, this is also kind of uh, leading to the next topic, too. Okay. So, last couple of weeks, I've been seeing posts, um... Revolving around this same subject. Let me find this um, post real quick. Excuse me, y'all. My nose is burning. I'm probably going to sneeze in a minute. So, I saw this post. Um, Dear girl who sees her friends getting engaged, pregnant, married, moving into her first home, posting pics with her man, etc. And you feel like you're doing something wrong. Stop. Their season isn't your season. God hasn't forsaken you. Comparison is the thief of joy. Okay. Then my friend also shared a video with me. And it was very... It was... I forgot to let you listen to the video. Yes. You're good. Dang. We're going. I'll listen to it after we get done. Very powerful. Very moving. And she <coughs> had a good point. And what her video revolved around was that... And it was, a, I think it was a very good metaphor of a man at a table, other people, everybody getting their food except for him. And he looking around like, why everybody else getting their food? Why everybody, why is everybody else eating? Like I was here before them. Right. <laughs> but I'm not eating. And so, the topic of this, I call this topic, why aren't you eating yet? A lot of times in life, I think we get in this mode, this mindset that we feel like life is a race or some kind of competition. And 
we find ourselves feeling like we are in competition with other people when really it shouldn't be that way. Like I've always said, and I mean, everybody has struggled with this. I mean, hey, even me. But you have to come to the realization that everything will happen in its own time. Like before I met Ron, I was single for shit. How many years? Like A whole six lot or of years. Six, or seven, six years. And then before that, I was in a relationship for like six years. But like I said, a lot of people struggle with that. Whether you have just been single for a long time and not really been in a long-term relationship that lasted for years, or if you have been in a relationship, long-term relationship that has lasted for years, and then you've been single for several years after that too. And then, you know, during that single period, you see everybody finding somebody, getting engaged, getting married, starting families, buying houses, getting a career, you know, all that stuff. Then you just kind of wonder like, well, dang, why isn't it happening for me? Why is everybody else at the table eating? But I'm not eating yet. I haven't got my food yet. And like that said, like that fit, that, that, feeling that competition like that is the thief of joy like it will steal your joy and if you stay in that for too long like that shit can turn into jealousy and envy and heck it can turn into hate because you start looking at people like dang i can't stand them i can't stand it every time i get on facebook there goes somebody else they got their job they graduated from college they went to school they did this they did that why I'm not doing this? Why I ain't get this? Why I ain't got a man? Why I ain't got a wife? Why I ain't got no kids? Why this? Why that? All because you're seeing everybody else get their food, their blessings before you. But, like I always say, everything in its own time. Like, there might be a reason why other people get that stuff before you get yours. Like, first of all, you don't know what those other people had to go through to get what they got. You don't know how long somebody was single before they did meet the love of their life, their future husband or their future wife. You don't know how many times a female had a miscarriage before she finally had a baby. You don't know. You don't know how many times somebody... Or how many jobs somebody had before they finally got a good job. You don't know how much or how bad somebody's credit was and they had to how many years they had to work to get their credit straight before they could buy a house or get that new car. Shit. You don't know how many times somebody had to go fucking school, <laughs> how much student loan somebody got before they finally got it right and went to school for the right thing. And finally got a good job. So that's one thing you don't know. Second of all, you might not be eating yet because you're not ready to eat. Like the thing that you want the most, you might not be ready for it yet. The universe might be trying to tell you to chill, sit at that table, enjoy your life a little bit, enjoy your single life. 
Enjoy your life without children. Work on yourself. Get your mentality straight. Because whatever might be coming for you, like you might really have to be prepared for it. It might not be easy. So you might need to be ready. Do you think that like I said, I love, I love, when you first showed me, I love all of that shit. And everything you just said is perfectly spot on. But do you think, you watching everybody eat, that they come, they came, and they, they brought you your plate. But you over here focused on this other person's plate, trying to eat from their plate. Right, trying and to see what's on their plate. You. And it ain't for you. Then you might miss <laughs> your damn plate paying attention to and other people. And they done took your plate back. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, like you said, they're not ready yet. Because I put the plate in front of them, but they over here you trying to get this plate. person's plate. And their plate might be nasty to you. Yeah. You might not even want that. And then third of all, like the woman was saying in the video... What it is that you want, what you need, what you're waiting for, your blessing might be special. So it might be taking a little bit longer. Like your order might be taking a little bit longer in the back for them to cook it. Might need some extra little seasonings and spices and shit. They might got to cook. They might have to saute that motherfucker to the perfect. Like that chicken got to be just cooked just right just for you because it's for you alone and it ain't for nobody else so you just got to wait like that shit is back there cooking in the motherfucking crock pot bitch wait for it you know stuff in the crock pot take a long time it's, it might be back there and the ribs might be back there in the smoker smoking for 12 hours and them shits gonna come out and they gonna fall right off the bone bitch wait but some people don't wait. wait stop rushing it Stop being in these relationships that you know don't make no damn sense. Stop giving these people the time of day. Wait. Stop staying at the wait. But you know a lot of people they don't want to wait. You got to wait. They rather have. You gotta wait. No, no, no. Listen, they rather have a struggle meal. Honey, you don't want them struggle meals. You got to wait for the ribs that's gonna fall. You gotta have some unseasoned chicken. The bone. You gotta wait for that chicken that's just the seasoned seven just herbs right. And spices. You don't want that potato salad <laughs> with the raisins in it. You gotta wait for them for them greens that's that tender that that your great great grandmama cooked in that big ass pot. You want struggle meals. Season with the pork fat. You got to wait. You want struggle meals. You don't need them. You got to let them struggle meals go. You stay at that damn table and you wait. And while you wait, and I'm not saying you don't enjoy your life, you still out here living your best life. And no matter what's on everybody else's plate, you don't pay that shit no attention. Because you know when your meal finally coming, it's going to be the best meal of your life. And that's why I say you might not even be ready. You got Sometimes you got to sit there and prepare your mental. Sometimes you got to get ready. That meal might be too good. It's going to make your damn head pop off. You got to wait. Mm, you got to wait. Wait. Just because they bring a meal... Make sure you check it. Because it might be cooked on the outside, but inside is raw. That's true. <laughs> Make sure you see, check that meal I'm out saying. first. And that's what I'm saying. Your mental got to be right. <laughs> yep. So just in case you do get the wrong meal, you know when to send that bitch back. Yep, they, 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 the outside is perfect. Because they ain't saying you ain't going to get no test. You going to be tested. The outside perfect, but the inside raw. You going to mess around and get salmonella and die. <laughs> 
So that's what I'm saying. You got to make sure that your mind is right. So that way, if if, you're, if the wrong meal come, you can be like, mm, nah, this one really tastes right. This don't look right. Like, it ain't, this don't look like it's for me. Let me go ahead and send that back. You send that shit back to the kitchen. Let them make them send you something else. So, you know, you get that second plate, you like, oh, okay. Right. That, like, that's it. You're going to be up in there, like, what's the name? With the porridge. Porridge too hot, too cold. Who's that? Goldilocks. Goldilocks. You can be Goldilocks up in there. How old are you? How you don't know Goldilocks? I can't think of it. But y'all know what I'm talking about. You used to be Goldilocks. There's a lot of us, too, because you you thinking that. Oh, there! I got the perfect meal off time. No, we no, had a lot ain't of bad nobody meals. Get this no, we had. Some I had more a bad lot meals than other people. More bad meals than others. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You don't know how many bad meals somebody done had at the table before they found the perfect meal. Some of it was too hot. The porridge was too hot. The porridge was too cold. The porridge was too lumpy. The porridge was too salty. And you had to keep sending it back. You had to keep sending it back till you got the right one. That was the right consistency, the right temperature, the right seasoning, all that. And it ain't nothing wrong with going through that. That's life. Sometimes you got to send shit back. And that's okay. And then you just move on. You like, that wasn't for me. Let me move on. So I can get my next play. But some people are trying to get the wrong diner. That too. You can't be eating at the wrong <laughs> diner either. You can't be eating at the wrong diner. You you got to be at the right place. Mm-hmm, you got to right be meal. at the right restaurant at the right diner to get your right meal. You do. And That's I, what I'm saying. You just got to be ready. See, back in the day, you had to go out to eat. Now you can just order stuff online. Mm-hmm. I like how we just turn dating sites into them. Food online. And don't get me wrong, it ain't nothing wrong with me and somebody online. Hell, we met online, yeah. but you got to be be at the right place, mm-hmm. looking at the right meal. And if you get the meal, and it look good on the outside, but then you come to find out it's wrong on the inside, you go ahead and send it back so you don't get salmonella. That's what happened with me and you. We just the right meal was brought to both of us. Like, why we need, like, all these bars we be dropping, like, we need to, like, man, y'all need to be sharing this shit. You need a lot more than that listeners. This is the, it's the bullshit. So, like I said, I know a, a lot of people, especially a lot of women, have struggled with this. Like, honey, let me tell you, you sit at that table and you wait. Don't you rush into nothing. Don't you just be with somebody because you feel like you just don't want to be alone or whatever. You just sit there and you just wait. And you don't pay no attention to what everybody else got on that table. Your friends and your family, you sit there and you be happy for them and you congratulate them and all that. But don't you sit there and think that you're not ever going to get your meal. Because you're going to get your meal too. It's coming. Just stay there and get ready. Stay there and get ready. Get your appetite ready. Because when I tell you when it comes, you're going to be so full, honey. You're going to be full. I'm trying to tell you. You're going to be full, but you got to be ready and you got to wait. We got to me. We just to me. Yeah, just some of these gems. But I digress. I digress from what? From this. I hope this touched somebody. I hope 
Somebody get this message. Yeah, I hope so too. I'm tired of seeing the bullshit. But there was something, you know, moving on. There was something I said to you. I was thinking about this shit at work. Do you think people are attracted somehow, unbeknownst to them, they're attracted to people with like a kind of, I want to say like a similar name, but like a certain syllable is the same? I mean, when you asked me that, I said no. I think that's just a coincidence. Because, I tell you, a lot of people, a lot of women that I dated, that she made my girlfriend. They all had like the uh at the end of their names. I mean, but what does that have to do with anything? A name is just a name, but what about the personalities? Is I mean, I'm just saying, because think, I mean, just, just think about that. A lot of all have uh. You probably looking like, well, you're not really looking because you're on your phone. Like, I was saying at work, I'm like, I did a lot of women with these kind of rhyming names. I was like, you know what, why this like, maybe attracted to, to the people with that kind of name? Hmm, you think it's a thing or you think it's just a coincidence? I think it's just a coincidence. Unless you're only talking to them based on the name. No, it's not the thing that you're like, oh, they got the name like that. It sounds similar. It's just like, you don't think about it, but it's just a, like a sounding name. Like the end of the sound is just the same. Like, uh. I mean, but a lot of black women got uh. No, not necessarily. Latanya. Latisha. Taisha. Latasha. Sotoronio. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> So basically, I'm just just into black women. Right. Let me see, because it was what? What was like Keisha, Samia, Tamara, Cabria, Kalanda, Latanya. Don't they all sound the same? Yeah, but I think that's just a coincidence. If it wasn't other stuff about them that was all similar. It's all basically dark skin except for one. But that's just your preference, so that still don't have nothing to do with the names. It just popped in my head. Some crazy weird shit. But I I think it's something. I think it's something. Because to me, the world is about patterns, and there's a pattern in everything. You just probably don't realize it. Probably a lot of people out there who date a lot of women with similar set of syllables and they enter their names, but they just don't realize it. I don't know. So I just got one wrong. Alright, so what am I gonna do with it? Yeah, you can probably some other guys you probably dated with just one syllable. Like Joe. I mean, a few. But yeah, see? See? But not all of them. Oh, you did a lot. Hmm. Nasty. <sighs> yeah, we're about to go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> was one of my weird thoughts that I had at work. You don't think this, you don't think this crazy? I just think it's a coincidence. 
Unless you actively went out searching for women who last name start with A. I mean, first name start with A. What? The end of their last name. They yeah, they, first name. yeah, the end. Of the the last letter of their first name is A. Unless you actively went searching for that, then it's a coincidence. No, I think it's something too. I'm gonna look more into that shit. That is probably. It's probably. It's probably that. But we go ahead and wrap this up because I'm talking like she fiending for this popcorn. Y'all definitely gotta listen to this shit. No, we gotta go cook too. Gotta go cook. Cook. What? Cook. Who? Cook. What words are you even saying Food. right now? Hungry. What? Hungry. Why are you talking gibberish? Food. Uh, whatever she's trying to say, Mary, y'all can tell me, but I can't understand a word that's coming out of her mouth right now. But, yeah. Go ahead and sign off. All right, we signing off for our um, snow day edition of the podcast. Um, y'all be safe. Stay inside. Stay warm. And also, too, let me know if y'all dated people with dissimilar sounding names. Ramen names. Like, listen, and share. Let us know what you think about it. Um, leave us some topics if you have any. Um, I, want, I really want to get down to this. I guarantee it's, it's just something. Any posts y'all see on Facebook that y'all want us to talk about? Like I said, when I come across like um, similar posts or videos or whatever. It's like similar names? Like the whole, you know, why aren't you eating? Like I said, the last couple of weeks I had been seeing posts about that. So usually when I see something along the same lines and it keeps popping up, I'm like, hmm, okay, that'll be a good topic. It keeps popping up. Please go down. Yeah, I'm not paying any attention. So anyway, like, listen, and share. If you're a new listener and we know you, let us know that you listen so we'll know who's listening. And I guess we're out. He's sick. So sick. Hate you so much. But I love you. So, you just go eat. <laughs> no, eat. Eat. Go ahead. No, <laughs> eat. I want to see Why something. Why did you already start I want to see it? something. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Just keep just eating. So, you know, you go just go see how it sounds and everything. It's not going to sound different. It sounds the same. No, don't try to eat one curl at a time. Eat. Eat like how you don't even eat. Right. No, go. Eat. I won't eat. But tell you, eat. Eat. I won't. Go. What's wrong with you? You're wasting, now you're always in Taekwondo. So, you know, I'm just going to continue to speak like this. You know what I'm saying? As you're doing that. And I just would like to just see how it sounds. And don't try to eat light. Like, 